0: Welcome to the World Harvest Church podcast channel. We hope you enjoyed this message. You can open your Bibles to uh, 2 Corinthians 10. We know we have, as believers, there's going to be battles in our lives, correct? You know, and, and our biggest battle is always going to be between our ears, it's in the mind. That's where the enemy is going to attack us because our spirit man is sealed. We're okay. Yeah. It's just right here. If he can get the mind, then you'll get the flesh acting stupid. So we have to stay on the word of God and stay with the word of God. Amen. And second Corinthians 10 verse three said, for although we live in the flesh, we do not wage war according to the flesh. Since the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but are powerful through God for the demolition of strongholds. We demolish arguments and every proud thing that is raised up against us uh, or against the knowledge, excuse me, of God. And we take every thought captive. Every thought captive. Amen? Amen. We take. Doesn't say God take. We have to take every thought captive. And if we're not, then that's why we have so many messed up Christians today. Uh, the world, they're, you know, they're squirrely anyway. You just know that because they don't know Jesus. So they're messed up. And if they're not, they're, uh, they can be born again, but their minds not be renewed and still act stupid. You know, right. yeah. I mean, how many know, that? I mean, when you got born again, you still did stuff till you, right. till you got your mind renewed with who you were and who you are in Christ. Yeah. So we still, so you have to help people. Uh, get that understanding. Uh, I remember talking to, with a young man that had PTSD yeah, yeah, and had come back from the war. And he told me, he said, I just can't control my thoughts. I said, Yes, you can. He said, No, I can't. I said, Okay, then you're calling God a liar. Because he said, We're to take captive our thoughts. So he did listen to me for a little bit, but he never got back into church, bless his heart. Uh, I told him I can help you completely with the word of God. If you'll just come and listen and then do what the word says do because the enemy is going to try to plague you with things, but you know, you got to forget the past. Paul said in in Philippians, forgetting the past. And I was teaching that at my church years ago when I was studying on it, but it meant really on purpose on perfect purposely forgetting the past. Why? Because the past will try to haunt people. will try to, mess with you uh, and you've got to have to the place where there's no regrets. Whatever is past is past. No regrets. Why? Because I've been delivered. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. So even if you were born again and some of the stuff you did, it's still, forget it, forget it, forget it. It's washed under the blood. It's been removed. The psalmist said, as far as the East is from the West, he's removed our sins from us and the East never meets East. So it's just gone, you know? Hallelujah! So forget those things. Don't let the enemy flip on the recorder or plug in the uh, the film. You know, we forget that stuff uh, because again, it will plague you. It will try to get you down. It will try to uh, get your mind to depressed or you're thinking or you're depressed or uh, no peace in your life. And that's not what we're required to do, right? The kingdom of God is not meat or drink, Romans said. But it's what righteousness. Peace and joy. not sadness, joy in the Holy Ghost, joy. Hallelujah! I was listening to an old teaching of Brother Hagen yesterday. Josh and I were. but uh, He said, "I'm going to have someone up, somebody come up, so we led you in singing. I'm going to have them come up and lead you in laughter." And man, they had a time. I got laughing in the truck. Said, "Yeah, glory to God!" You know. And this one friend of mine, he was just that he chose to do it. He was just ah, you know. And he's then he finally caught his breath. He said. Have not you ever spoken? Your language and tongues is different. He said your laughing is different at times, and he goes off again. Why, anyway? So it was great. It was great. But those people must have needed it because he was teaching on the ministerial ethics, and he said, "Well, we're going to close the Bible. I'm going to read another scripture. Read another scripture. Here they go. Praise the Lord." He flowed with the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, but we need people need to be joyful, a joyful Christian, not a depressed Christian. You know, not one full of anxiety or care. We have to be care casters. We have to get to that place. Uh, I told the students the other day there was an old song. I said, "I'm a girl watcher." You know, anyway, I'm not a girl watcher. I was a girl watcher. I think that was fifties or sixties, somewhere near sixties, probably. And then, but I started. I made it up. Said, "I'm a care caster." Say, "I'm a care caster." Keeping good stead with my wife. too. No, we're a good. I'm a carecaster. I refuse to care. I refuse, you know, to, to carry that on or to, yeah, to, to let it be a burden to me. You got to cast that junk off. You have to cast down. Imagine, take captive thoughts. Uh, Sister Debbie Simons was talking about Brother Johnny, Pastor Johnny. He got off drinking, but then he, he would drive down the road and see that sign that would sh- show the alcohol and the taste would come back to him. Who was doing that? The devil. Putting that thought back into his mind. See, he's, he can still mess with you. Uh, but he had to cast that away, cast that out. Amen? Praise God. I'm glad I never had that problem with alcohol. I just, you know, I'd look at, used to be one of these ads there in Dallas years ago, some blonde with her, vel- the, the booze was called black velvet, whatever that was, I don't know. it, But anyway, but she was laying there on her side, you know, with her glass like that. And I thought, yeah, you look pretty, you know, mighty pretty right now, but what happens once you, uh, Get too much of the black velvet, and then you're, and it's all over your, you know, puked up on your nice little velvet dress. You look like about 10 miles of bad road the next morning. (laughs) You (sighs) know, you see, but you, you, so I I didn't have a problem with that stuff anyway. But God is not into that. Amen. And the word of God will keep you out of that, but it will take work. People want to get off drugs or they want to get off cigarettes or they want to get off anything that's bound to them. It could be food, anything that's got you bound. Uh, you can get out of it. God didn't put it in you. He didn't, you know, shove it up your nose. He didn't shoot it in your arm. He didn't light the cigarette. He did it. You did it, but you can get out of it. But you've got to start getting your words right. I don't do anything that would be harmful to the temple of God. Uh, I used to tell people later on after I'd seen them, they want to quit smoking. I said, all right, every time you light up, say, Thank you, Lord, I'm doing this for your glory and see how long that lasts. <laughs> they can't do that. Right? So, uh, but there's way, but you can get them to, you know, get them delivered with the word of God. If they wanna, if they really want to be. And that's the key, they've got to want to be. Amen. So So the weapons that we've been given, uh, they're to be used against the enemy. And they're not fleshy. They're carnal. They're mighty through the pulling down of strongholds, right? Hallelujah. And it's speaking the Word of God. Anything that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God, that would try to exalt itself against the knowledge that He's your healer, pain, whatever, diagnosis, prognosis from the devil. Uh-uh, you got to use the word. That's their word. No weapon formed against me can prosper, glory to God, even though you're, you're forming them, oh, they're not going to prosper in life, my life. Amen? Every tongue that rises up against me is to be proven to be in the wrong because I'm standing with the word and I'm staying on the word of God. Amen? Hallelujah. So, I look at First Thessalonians. <clears throat> Paul lets us know that man is a three-part being. Is that true? 1 Thessalonians 5, excuse me. Verse 23 said, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body. We're spirits that has a soul, which is your mind and your will and your emotions. We're three parts. He lives in a body. This is your earth suit. The envelope you live in, or however you want to say it, but always always would call it my earth suit, okay? But I'm, I'm a spirit. And I used to have my church quoted at times to say, I'm a spirit, I'm not my body. I'm a spirit, I'm not my body. I'm a spirit, I'm not my body. Because that's what you are. You're a spirit, and I'm a spirit. That's the way God created us, amen? And Genesis, he, made, he created man. And then he told them to have dominion over everything. In Genesis 1, to have dominion over every creeping thing. The one guy said over creeps. But anyway, we had dominion over everything. We're to take that dominion. Amen? Uh, because we were made in the image of God. Yeah. And when you see Jesus, he said, if you see told uh, uh, uh he's sitting under the tree. Philip, no, it wasn't Philip. It wasn't Zacchaeus. Anyway, one of them, one of the disciples, he said, uh it'll come to me. Anyway, he said. If you've seen, he said, show us the Father. He said, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So if you see, when you read the scripture, when you see anything Jesus did, he only did what he saw the Father do. He only said what he heard the Father say. So that's the same thing with us. we got to be acting like God the Father, acting like Jesus. And he said the same works that I do. So we are supposed to be doing the same things that he did, correct? Hallelujah. So uh, he made us speaking spirits. Oh my. Now if you want to knock religious folks' hat in a creek. You tell them that you're made like God. What? I'm not yeah. We're speaking spirits, just like the Father. He is a spirit. John said so. God is a spirit. Those that worship him, we worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. So he made you and I speaking spirits. Glory to God. And for a reason. Amen. So that we could commune with him on his level. <gasps> I used to tell a lady he used to work with. She, I wouldn't say that. I said because you don't know. <laughs> I mean that's the truth. You know, she didn't know the truth, but we're speaking spirits, uh, and we were made. And here's another one that gets on, in the same class as God. Yes. First time I was, heard that years ago. I was like, what? You know. But we are made. I believe Brother Kenyon said we're in the same class as God a speaking spirit because he made it that way. But they just don't, again, they don't know. Amen? Hallelujah. And and God, Jeremiah 29 said, I know the thoughts I have for you are the plans that I have for you. So he thinks about us. Isn't that awesome? God is man. Psalm 8 said that God thinks about us. Woo! Hallelujah. He's got, my, my. He's thinking about, he's had plans for you and for me all along. I mean, from the eons of time, stuff that we're to do, wants us to do. But we've got to get with him. We have to find out what it is. And he'll show you. He'll tell you. But we've got, that's where we have to let our spirit man be, be growing up and, and it, uh, going from babyhood state, infant to adult in, in the spirit realm. Amen? Hallelujah. Because it would look kind of odd today if my son was sitting in my wife's lap and she's still giving him a little passy. Right? <laughs> they would think, something's wrong with this picture. <laughs> right? And it would be. They would, well, uh, what do they call it? It's not retarded today, but it's mentally challenged, they call it today. So anyway, something yeah. like that. But anyway, but he would be, they would think something's wrong with him. So, uh, but, but there are so many Christians that are that way. They're still sucking the bottle and all this because they've never grown up spiritually. So we've got to grow up spiritually to communicate with the Father better, to listen to him better, because he's got better stuff for us to do, more stuff for us to do. But there are certain things as children, you can't handle certain things. Uh, Dad Hagin used to minister and prophesy back in the 80s when we were there, and he said, well, I can't tell you, tell you any more because you're not ready. I go, ah, you know. And then in 2003, when he prophesied that last time at the camp meeting, uh, then he said, there's more, but I can't tell you. And I'm going, dear God, when well, we're gonna be ready? Because he said the church wasn't ready. My goodness, Brother Keith Moore said, well, if he'd have told you, you'd have been responsible for it. So, okay, thank you, Jesus. So many. So he was looking out for us. But there's still things that Brother Hagan knew and saw that he didn't get to tell the body because he hadn't grown up yet. I don't want to be that way. we got to grow. Yes. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. All the time, be striving and going forward. Amen. Because yes. we're partakers, 2 Peter 1 said, so we're partakers of his divine nature. All the fruit of the Spirit, that's His divine nature. It came into you and I when we got born again. So that's, we have the nature of God in Him. And the thing is, we're to replicate Him. Amen? We're to make others just like Him. Spirit, Get their born again, get their spirit man. If any man is 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if any man is Christ, He's a new creature. So get them to become new creatures. How? Asking Jesus in their heart. Boom. It'll change them right then. Then teach them the word. Then show them in the word. You've got to grow into the word now. You can't just stay where you are. You've got to come to church, you know. You can't have uh, some people have substituted going to church but staying on the little live streaming. yep, internet. Well, I can get everything at home. No, you can't. You can't. I missed, you know, it's different about being there. Pastor talks about, you Paul said impartations. I long to see you that I can impart something. You know, glory. I'd like to be in Georgetown. Yeah, but we're, I've got business here to do. And you've got places to, you know, that we're taking and doing. But when we come, ooh, put a demand on that gift. Pastor Morgan have an impartation or somebody. Come expecting and God, boom. When you need that word, you'll have it. It can be just in the in the scripture. That's all you need. But there's, there are those impartations. Just being around the family of God, the corporate anointing is different than being with Rover at the house watching your thing. Isn't that good, boy? No, you're not getting everything. I'm sorry. Hallelujah. So he made us a spirit so that we would be eternal beings just like him. We live on forever. Glory to God. As long as God lives, that kind of boggles a natural mind. Amen. Glory to God. So Adam was, again, was created in God's class of speaking spirit. Uh, but when he committed high treason, he fell. Amen? Uh, and at that moment, he went to a lower state. Anytime we slip up and go backwards, you know, I think of that old song, that group called War is Slipping in the Darkness. You know, we don't want to be slipping in the darkness. You know, remember that? I will, no. I'm not sitting. I'm not slipping in the darkness. I'm staying over here, and then don't and don't get close to the darkness. There's still some people want to see if I eh, eh, yeah. touch it. When I was a little boy, they used to paint the signs, street signs in downtown Dallas. So you'd they'd stick a sticker up there, wet paint. But you'd see and in, and in, in, inevitably somebody you could see a fingerprint where they tried to see if it was really wet. Well, you dummies has got a sign that says wet paint. <laughs> You get silver paint on you, you know, or they'd stick it, try to wipe it off on the side. <laughs> Anyhow, but we don't want to get to this touching it. Leave it alone. You've been delivered from that domain of darkness to the you know, glory of God, to the kingdom of his son. So there's no sickness over here. So don't allow the devil to get you back over into the other realm. Amen. Hallelujah. But just at that moment, when, it's, when Adam sinned, he became a partaker of Satan's nature. Yeah. My, oh, my. He lost it. And then you'll have people today say, well, I just believe everybody's inherently good. Well, I say, you can believe what you want to. Yeah. The scripture says they're not. That's right. And, you know, I was trying to witness to a lady at the gym one time there in Texas. And well, I was raised, we believe everybody's inherently good. I said, well, they're not. They were still raping and murdering and killing, so that's the. And she said, I don't talk. Boop, she took off. Okay, hallelujah. <laughs> then avoided me from that point on. All right, but but you try witnessing everywhere you are, see, you're telling somebody the truth. Uh, man was actually born again, but not uh, to a good God. Adam became born again, but satanic, uh, in the old nature, the man nature, the, the wrong nature, the flesh nature, amen? So... excuse me, when he partook, he partook of Satan's nature, the rebellious thing, the lies. You know, he had them questioning, well, is this really God's will? Well, yeah, but they shouldn't have been talking to him in the first place. I don't know, he could have thought of a machete, I'm thinking, and cut that sucker's head off, or he could have just spoken to the snake and gone. One day I was thinking, he could have told him to get off the planet he would have gone. Then we would have had snakes to jet, you know, to mess with. I don't like any of them, praise God. <clears throat> They're all poisonous. <laughs> no, no, there's good ones, but I don't like any of them. Praise the Lord. You can play with them if you want to. Amen. Uh, but <laughs> man sinned and was motivated to sin because, again, it's his flesh nature. He went to that realm. And any time we mess up, we're going to the lower So think about that. I don't want to be lower. I'm seated far above principalities and powers. I'm far above the devil, far above sickness, far above lack, far above any other junk of his attacks. I'm far above it. So why do I want to just slip back to it? That means my thinking's not right. Or there's something that's got a hold strong hold. Uh, In Corinthians it said Uh, about strongholds to the pulling down, right? Strongholds. So there's stuff that can get strongholds on people. Alcohol gets strongholds on them. I dealt with them as a cop a lot of years. You know, some of them you have to pick up every weekend. They're they're drunk or or brown. You got to haul them off, you know, because they got a stronghold. And the only way you're going to change that is you're going to have to, which the world doesn't like that, but you're going to have to sequester them, lock them up somewhere different and feed them the word of God pump that into them 24-7 until all of a sudden the lights come on. Ah, I'm delivered. Because otherwise they're going to be right back doing the same old stuff. And there were some dudes, well, I worked there over 11 years, but there were some of them still roaming the streets, sleeping in dumpsters, you know, getting their Thunderbird, you know, and that's all they lived for was getting enough money or stealing something to get the wine. That's a stronghold, right? But praise God, we got the answer for him. Amen. So, um, and before the fall, Adam would have been led by his spirit. Right? And so now that we're born again, Romans uh, 8 says those that are sons of God are what? Led by the spirit Spirit of God. So we're led by our spirits and we should be, so we should be building our spirit man up because that's how we're going to be led into the best things that God has for us. Amen. Uh, Again, the rebellion broke the communion Uh, now man has the nature of the devil. That's why there is so much evil. You know, psychologists say, well, everybody's good, but they're all, it's, you know, off to bless her darling hearts. Or they'll say, well, it's innate within somebody, which innate means it's born in them. You know, it's not, it's not. I had a German shepherd. Now it was innate in him to be protective. That's just his nature way. It was, well, but for me to be good, it's not innate within me to be good. Man was bad. Still bad without Jesus. Amen. So, then it said, uh, uh, Adam, he became subordinate to his senses. Uh, and I looked up the word subordinate. It means placed in a lower class or position. Uh, it, as a cop, I was just a patrolman. Then I was, uh, had a sergeant. Then we went to a lieutenant and to a captain. But I was below, lower than them right? in my position. But as a believer, boom, I'm way up here. So we don't have to get below. The devil and all his angels, all his imps are subordinate to you. You have to tell them what to do. Tell them to leave. You tell them. You've got the authority to do so. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're not down to, in a lower class anymore, to be inferior. We're not inferior. We're superior to the devil and all his imps. Amen. Uh, It means, again, to stand in a rank of a lower class. Lower than another, which would be like a sergeant to a captain or lieutenant, something of that nature. Okay, but we're not there anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. After, uh, but again, with uh, Adam, after the fall, he had to rely totally on his senses. So that's you know we're being brought up. Don't touch this. Don't touch that. Da 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 da. Well, we're taught up. You know, brought up to rely on our senses, to whatever we see, touch, smell, taste, hear. But God, faith is different than that. We live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight, which I always say, not by the senses. Because I have to learn to trust God. But I build my faith up. I built my trust up in God and in his word. Amen. Glory to God. So uh, and get, uh, Adam, he gained an education, but it was through his senses. Hallelujah. So that's what happens to mankind today, uh, where would they rely on their senses, Get, but when we get born again, again we've got to be reprogrammed to the way God thinks and to the way the Word says. Uh, let me find my slip of paper here. I like, yeah, there it is. Kenneth Weiss, I like his translation of Romans twelve because when we got born again, a spirit man changed, but my mind didn't change. Yeah. Is that right. That's where people say in James seven about the engrafted word, let it be, you know, get it fully in you. That's able to save your soul. But they always think it was a spirit man. But it's not. The, talking about the spirit man it's talking about the mind, will, and emotions. So the word of God will uh, save you, which means to be heal you, deliver you, protect you, provide for you. It's sozo or soteria in the Greek. That word, this word, will do all that for your mind. It will renovate your mind. It will make what was once old. To to be new it'll change the old up to the new it will set it's a different standard now you're not on that lower standard amen uh, Romans 12 2, <clears throat> excuse me uh, says change your outward expression from that which you had before salvation and an expression which came from your totally depraved nature and was representative of it. To an expression which comes from your regenerated inner being, so you've got a new inner being, regenerated, right? Uh, and 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 so, and it's representative of it. So we're to let ourselves today, our flesh man, even though in our earth suit, walk around, letting people see what's happened to the on the inside of us. Yeah. They used to sing that chorus: "I've got something on the inside working on the outside." Oh, what a change in my life! Well, you do. You've got the Word of God. We believe in the word of God, believe in the power of God and the energy, this divine energy is in me, but I've got to work it. I've got to begin to say it and speak it and think on it and meditate on it. And then it will show, it'll it'll be representative of on the outside. I'm not looking like the world now. I'm not acting like the world now. We got to stop it. You know, I don't understand uh, the church today and some of them, not ours, but some of them, how they still... Represent the world in their dress and represent the world in some of the other stuff. It's supposed to be a change. I'm just saying. Hallelujah. Okay. That's just free. Praise the Lord. So, but the saint, it says, is to do the same by the renewing of the mind. Uh, and the word renewing is anachronosis. It means, it's a compound word, but it means uh Uh, repetitiously, that we're to repetitiously renew the mind, repetitiously stay in the word. It's got to be our lifestyle of word, 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 word. And uh, I heard brother Dennis today was talking about people that said, don't stay in the word and that are, you know, four or five years down the road or a year down the road or months down the road, sometimes weeks down the road, then they wonder where they are, how they got so far off. Because you didn't stay with the word. Yeah. Once we got born, you know, we're born again. Get the revelation. We got to stay in the word and do the word. You have you better stay with it. Because Dad Hagen said it's dangerous to walk up to the light and get away from it. It's dangerous for people. Amen. Hallelujah. So we listen to our spirits, and the, we're led by the we're we're want to please God. It said those that are sons of God are led by the spirit of God. But then it says, the just shall live by faith. Right? Yeah. Habakkuk two says, the just shall live by faith. Uh, Hebrews 10 says, the just shall live by faith. 1038, so we should be, Galatians says, the just shall live by faith. Amen. Romans, the just shall live by faith. So I think we're supposed to be living by faith. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, verse four, we're to be living by faith. Because without faith, I cannot please my Father. And I want to be pleasing to Him. Amen. Uh, Excuse me. Look at Psalm 19. Another expositor said that about, in Romans 12, about the renewal, said, uh, he def- said, a man named Trench defines it as the gradual conforming of the man more and more to that new spiritual world, world into which he has been introduced and in which he now lives and moves. Because in him, I live and move and have my being, right? Book of Acts says, the restoration of the divine image, and in all this, So far from being passive, he must be a fellow worker with God. So there's no passivity in being a believer. You can't be passive and just not ever do anything about mind renewal or do anything about the Word. I've got to keep working it because the enemy doesn't quit. Have you ever noticed? You know, can I get a witness? Has he ever just stopped left you alone? Does your mind not pick up stupid thoughts? Does your mind, or is mine the only one? no. But, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll come after you. Uh, Paul was buffeted. That word buffet means like in one of the uh, Greeks, just hit blow after blow after blow after blow. So I think of it as machine gun style, blah, 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 blah. He comes at you with certain thoughts. You got to say, no, that's not my thought. That's the devil's thought. That's the world's thought. It's not, my, not godly thought. So I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And then you think on the right things. Amen? Because, again, what you think on the longest will become the strongest in your life. And you don't want... Wrong thoughts in your life. You've got to cast that mess out. Amen? Hallelujah. So then another uh, expositor said, the, we're to the change the outward expression is dependent upon the renovation. Yeah. Some homes, when they're renovating them, they don't look like much till they get it completely done. But once they get it done, I, I don't remember that series, that man and woman out of Waco, Texas, but they'd take those old houses and redo them and Glory to God. They look so much better once they get it done. Well, you may look ugly starting out and you get born again, but just keep renewing the mind. Keep renewing the mind. It'll change. Somebody say, there's something different about you. you got a new front door yet? No. You got, there's something different. There's a smile on your face. You've got a different countenance now. Amen. You're not fussing and cussing and fighting anymore. You're, there, you're, there's a difference in you. Well, that should be showing. It should be that there's a difference in us. Amen. Right. Hallelujah. We weren't baptized in pickle juice. Just sour all the time. No, <laughs> bless God. We've been baptized in the right stuff. Where did I say? 19? Yes. Psalm 19? Yes. Psalm 19, verse 7 says, the law of the Lord is perfect. So we could say the word of God, right, is, is perfect, that means, in the Hebrew, it's the word tanim t- t- and it means it's truth. So the Word of God is truth. It's sound. Hallelujah. And it's undefiled. So the Word of God is truth. It's truth, it's sound, and it's undefiled. So that's what I want to stay with because that'll keep me truthful, keep me sound. Sound of mind and undefiled. Because again, my spirit man's okay, but it'll keep my mind sound. And that's all the devil's wanting, is to get Root into your mind. So he can mess with you. Uh, but it says, uh, converting the soul. Again, that's the spirit. Uh, that's the mind, will, and emotions. It's the mind really in the Hebrew. It means the mind. So the law of the Lord is truth uh, or the word of God. You could say is truth converting the mind. And the word converting in the Hebrew is uh, a Hebrew word shub. And it means restoring the mind. Glory to God. So why would we want something that would restore us? You know, you get an old piece of leather, you can uh, get saddle soap and rub it on there. It'll restore it. It'll make it soft again, right? Or same thing with shoes. You get the right kind of polish on them with lanolin in it or something else. It'll keep them restored. They won't get all cracked and bad. There's some polish. One brand key, we do not mention it. No, but anyway, it, it doesn't have the right stuff in it, so it will crack after a while. But you get different polish, and it'll keep it nice. That's what we're to do. So the Word of God will restore us. It will build us. It, it will uh, be relief for us. Glory to God. So why? For the mind, for the thoughts. Yes. I go back. The devil says you've got to have it this way. No, you're a liar. God says I've got it this way. And I, and I believe God and I'm standing on the word of God. Hallelujah. I'm changed. Thank God for the fruit. Father, I thank you. Uh, if you're having a problem with love, thank you. I'm a man of love. Or if you're having a problem with your joy, I'm you. I'm a man of joy. Glory to God. Then just keep saying that. The word, faith comes from hearing, hearing the, about the word of God and it will get into you. Yeah, then the people will notice you're more joyful. You know, you're not whatever anymore. You're, you've changed because of the word of God. Amen. And it goes on to say, the testimony of the Lord, which again is his word, is sure. It's, it's a support for us. And it uh, making the wise and the, uh, and the simple or the foolish, glory to God, uh, the statutes of the Lord makes us right, and the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart, rejoicing the mind. So the Word of God, stay with the Word; it will keep your mind rejoicing. Yeah. Hallelujah! Because your spirit man's sitting there idle a lot of times. You know, don't uh, what I could ever feel like it or think it about when somebody's getting happy. Your spirit man's on the inside, or you, things are ginning in the spirit, and you're let me out. Let me expose myself, you know. Ah, you do it through a dance or through a run or through a shout or maybe rolling or whatever. But your spirit man on the inside is wanting you to do something. But you can, you can quell the spirit man. I can quell the spirit man. But I've got to let him express himself, is another old song. <laughs> express yourself. Anyway, but we too, we're expressing ourselves the right way. The Holy Ghost way, amen? <clears throat> Hallelujah. So... And then but this was David's cry for liberty. Look at Psalm 142. He knew the the word would work for him in Psalm 142 <clears throat> verse 7. He said, uh Bring my soul out of prison. Well, we know that we have been delivered, right? Amen. That I may praise your name. The righteous shall surround me, for you shall deal bountifully with me. But he wanted himself, He wanted change in his life, but they weren't born again as we we're born again. So praise God, Jesus has already delivered us and made a, made a way for us. We just got to start doing it to experience the goodness of God, to experience the blessings of God. Blessings of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. Spiritually, physically, financially, there's no sorrow. So if we're living in sorrow or living in lack, don't blame God. Beef up on the word. It, it comes back to, again, building up the, that soul man. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. And then begin to listen to our spirits uh, be, and be trained. Train, there's training. Train up a child in a way he should go. I was teaching about family at my church one time and I said, but that falls back on mom and daddy. You gotta train yourself. If you're trained right, you'll train the kids right. Yeah. I was reading one book, said uh, kids a lot of times will they'll be they'll, we'd be raised like their parents were raised. And I can tell sometimes when their parents had no discipline in their life. Yes. I mean, I observed things, had to put some in jail because their parents had no discipline in their lives. And their, little Johnny or little Debbie had no discipline in their lives. And, well, they didn't do anything wrong. Yes, they did. They broke the law. They're going to jail. Yeah. But they want them out. Well, sorry. You know? Uh, I remember one woman got all upset. And In Texas, you're at 17 years old, you're considered an adult. So her two uh, little darlings, boys, uh, twins, that were, anyway. <clears throat> they, they robbed somebody. We arrested them for robbery. We caught them. We got it. They're going to juvenile. I said, no. They're going to jail. She got all upset and she started running her head. I said, if you don't open your mouth again, I'm going to put you in jail. You go visit them downstairs because I'm not going to put up with your mouth. (laughs) She turned around and left. But they went to jail. So we don't want to be going to jail. Amen. So control ourselves. We don't want to go to, not in that maybe physical jail, but don't be putting yourself in spiritual jail. I'm thinking wrong, talking wrong, doing wrong. Nobody sees me. God sees you. Holy Ghost sees you, hears you. So get it right. Get get your mind under control. We have to get our minds under control. Again, that's where the battle lies is right here. To be skillful, man, to be be where we're supposed to be in, in the kingdom of God, we're going to have to do what the Word says to do. Renew our minds with the Word of God consistently. Amen. Steadily. And, it, and it's a, it don't happen overnight, but you just got to keep at it. Don't stop. Stay at it. Stay at it. Stay at it. Just pressing on. Paul said, forgetting to pass, I'm pressing forward. Keep pressing. Keep pressing. And you'll see all of a sudden, ah, I don't do that anymore. Praise God. I don't think that anymore. Praise God. Amen. Then when the thought does come, nah, get out of here. That's not my thought. Not my thought. I'm set free because he who the son sets free is free indeed. I'm free. Glory to God. Hallelujah! I don't have to think that way anymore. And I refuse to think that way anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. And we're spirit, soul, and body. Uh, and the minds, that's our part of our reasoning faculties. Our bodies, they possess our five senses. And they educate and teach the brain. Our brains, uh, in studies, they say they cannot function without the senses. So, again, you'll see people, what they all say, physically challenged today. Because if they can't see or they can't hear you know, or talk even. They're challenged, right, uh, to function uh, uh, normal as other folk. So uh, some have said they have the intellect, but the senses have no way of contacting it. So the brain is dependent on the five senses. Now, these are some, I'll give you some brain facts. So the average human brain weighs about three pounds. The human brain contains 12 billion cells. Let that sink in. Gee, I've got more than that. No, I'm sorry. 12 billion. Each brain cell is connected to 10,000 other cells, synapses are connectors. Uh, so this totals to 120 trillion brain connectors in every one of you, give or take. Some of them do not. But it says all of these cells are used for storing information and I think I told the students, but I may have told you before, but I was watching them where they were operating on a guy's brain one time, had the top of his skull off, and he was still talking to the doctor. Yeah. So I don't know how they managed that, but this doctor all of a sudden touched a spot on this guy's brain, he spoke, said, man, I hadn't heard that song in years. The doctor said, what? He said, whatever you did, he said, brought back a song. So stuff is logged in there. That's right. That's And the enemy will try to, he's a deceiver. He knows how to pull back Oh, you remember this? Nope. Mm-mm. Blood's covered that. Whoop. Hallelujah. Yes. Remember that? Yes. Brother Hagan, after he got healed, he was sitting on a, a running board of a car behind this store with his buddy. And he said, Hey, Kenneth, you remember when we broke in? He goes, Nope. Ah, sure you do. You broke in. Because he could, said he could break, you know, break in the locks. You broke in. He said, I did eat the candies. Does anybody know? But he said, you, he said, You broke in? He said, No, it wasn't me. Ah, Kenneth, come on. That was you. It's you. I know it's you. But he said, That was the old me. So the devil tries to throw something. Uh uh-uh, uh sucker. That's the old me. Not the new me. Glory to God. And mine shut up. We don't think on those things. We're past that. And then speak the word of God. Amen. Because Paul even told us what to think on in Philippians four. Dear God, get a hold of the word. Think on it if it's good, if it's lovely, if it's anything praiseworthy. If uh, there's some more in there, but you think on these things. Think on the right things. Of, of moral virtue. Think on the right things. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. So our brain can get us in trouble. That's why it has to be renewed. Amen? Yeah. That's why people act like they do. Glory to God. Yeah. But that's why Paul, again, Paul said, don't be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, hang on. I've got a... I thought it was on that other page, but I've got it over here. I just read it this morning. I'll read you another fact. There is a Dr. Gerhard Dirks, D-I-R-K-S, who holds 50 patents on IBM's computers, uh, stated, if we would invent a computer that would duplicate the brain's capabilities, we would need a structure the size of the Empire State Building. That's pretty good. It's all those little connectors in there, whatever... But he said that most humans only function on 10% of their brain. And we know some less than that, praise the Lord. So, (laughs) amen. Uh, But I've dealt with them, yes. You wonder, glory to God. But it said most people die not using 10 to 11 billion brain cells. Jacob and I was talking the other day about Adam. Because You know, he used to, how did he figure out all the names? Because he was, before he sinned, he was a spirit being in line with God and it was nothing for him. The little flea, the, sand, the different var- varieties of fleas, ticks, all these things, birds. You know, I, yeah, that boggles my natural mind. But amen, Adam, named everything. Yeah. Choo, glory to God. Functioning on 100%. So I started saying, Lord, I thank you. My mind, fun- my brain functions on more than just 10%. Glory yeah. to God. Thank you, Lord. Started doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And Brother Hagan, you know, he could read a chapter of a book, had it, re- repeat it back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Then his grandson, Craig Hagan, he told me one day, he said, Yeah, I can do the same thing as grandpa. I said, Tish. no. Bless God, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking things and studying things, hey, some of it just comes, but hallelujah. So, but praise the Lord, we've got a safe haven. Called the Word of God for us, where the enemy cannot just run over us and you know hold high. As Dad, hey, you say hold high? Carnival in our lives, yeah. he's not in charge. We're in charge, yeah. all the time. But we've got this haven called the Word of God. Hallelujah! And it, if we stay in the Word, it keeps our, everything about us prospering. Yeah. Prospering, beloved. I wish above all things, not just some, all things that you prosper. That's be on the right road. If you look it up in the Greek, the right road to success. And God is about us having success. He wants us to be successful in this life. Not just, oh, I've got millions. No, no. He just wants us to be first successful spiritually so that we can reach others. Tell somebody else about Jesus. Get their life turned around. Physically and then financially. Because you can have $10 million. I've heard a minister say $10 million and still be a poor man if you got cancer. Because your money ain't going to buy everything. Right? Hallelujah. So we have to keep our minds fixed on the word. Amen? Glory to God. It's vital that we do so. And Webster says the word vital means it's needed for life. So this word, Proverbs 4, his words, 20 around verse 20, his words are life to those that find them. That word find is matzah in the Hebrew. It means are looking for them, attaining them, Trying to or acquiring them. So we have to be acquiring this word, looking for the word, attaining the word. And that's when we were sick and tired of being sick and tired years ago, we got hungry for the things of God. All of a sudden, ah, the right materials were given to us. The word that we started hearing, man, a lamp came on in a dark room. Go, oh, I see it. I see it. Glory to God. Then we started getting into it more because, again, you get fed up with being the way you were, right? Then you start getting hungry for something different. Then we said, oh, and this word was brought life to us, light to us. 119 Psalm 165. Is that what I think it is no somewhere in there. His words, 125. His words, a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my pathway. Then the entrance of his word brings illuminates me, brings light. It's an illumination to me, to my spirit, man, so that I don't have to be. Uh, running from the devil. I don't have to be sick anymore, poor anymore, broke anymore, bound anymore, because Son has set me free. And when you get those truths, glory to God, it'll make you wild. I mean, wow! Wh- you'll want to dance. You'll want to shout. Glory to God when you think about where he brought you from to where you are today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How can you not but praise him? Glory to God. We sing that song, when I think about the Lord, I want to kind of get it up back in Pentecostal tempo. You know, when I, when he, how He saved me, how He raised me, how He filled me. The Holy Ghost, you know, ah, Lord, because He makes me want to shout, hallelujah, glory to God. You know, said I shout, hallelujah. No, I want to get it, glory to God. But God, but God, when you think about it, you know, we should be thinking about it, where He brought us from to where He brought us to. No longer in the muck, No longer in the mire. He raised us, brought us up higher. Play as God, set us in the seat right next to him. Glory to God. Or you can lean over and tug on his coat. Daddy, I love you. Is what I just want to tell you, thank you for bringing me up. Thank you for healing me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Daddy. Glory to God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Don't have to think like I used to do. Don't have to act like I used to do because you changed me. Hallelujah. And your word continues to change me, to renovate me, to rebuild. That's what the, the, the anachronosis means, to rebuild, to renew, to restore as in good, uh, 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 in good condition. Yeah. So he renewed it. This word will keep you renewed. This word will keep paint on the wall. It's maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. This word will make you look good. This word, yeah. the word, is life. Yeah. It's, that, it's our spiritual umbilical cord, poof, where do we get our sustenance from? And we got to stay hooked up to it. Amen? Amen. It's vital. The word "vital" again means needed for life or affecting life. So this word will affect our lives if we'll listen to it. Amen. It's necessary to the maintenance. Well, we have to have an oil change every now and then, right? I had to have an oil change in my truck not too long ago. Well, you got to have an oil need an oil change in yourself sometimes. But we can we can change our oil every day. Glory to God. Amen. All of the Holy Ghost, just glory to God. Do a little dance. Get down. to No, praise the Lord. So, (laughs) hallelujah. Uh, uh, Vital means the continuing effectiveness. So to be effective, you have to continue in the Word of God. Stay full. Stay full. Be being filled, Ephesians 5. Be being filled. Be imitators of God. Be being filled. Be being filled with the Spirit. Uh, Jude 20 says, Moffat's translation, and in Weymouth's translation, I think Goodspeed says, uh, build yourself up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Ghost. Yes. So you build yourself up, speaking the word, speaking the word, praying in the Spirit. Then ah, phew. Then you get your battery recharged, yes. praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Yes. Then you're ready for anything that comes your way. You have got the sword of the Spirit with you, and you're slicing and dicing. Come on, come on. Is that all you got? He don't have enough. He can't conquer you unless you let him. Because greater is He that's in you than He that's in the world. You are more than a conqueror, so He can't do anything to us unless we let Him. He's a defeated foe, so we need to get those words out of our mouth. I mean, start stomping on Him with the Word of God. I, mm, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We sing that song. Some hadn't done it around here in a good while. Some will dance. Some will shout. You know. Some will run. Whatever it is. But man, some, would say, stomp it on him. Just, on. Just, eh, Lord of God. Amen. Hallelujah. May not make you, make you feel good. Anyway, anyway, so, but vital means extremely important. So it's extremely important that we get this word, you and I, in our lives all the time. Hallelujah. We have to have it to live the abundant life. Uh, again, John ten says Jesus said, "The thief cometh not before to steal, kill, destroy. But I come that you might have what life, and have that more abundantly." So that for us to walk in that abundant life, we we're going to have to stay with the Word of God. Amen. <clears throat> in the abundance of praise, in the abundance of joy, in the abundance of health, because people are looking at us. They see you walking around healthy. How come you're healthy? Let me tell you. I've got something. I know Jesus. I know the doctor. I know the great physician. I've got his word living in me. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we're to abide in that word. Uh, let the word abide in us. Live in. Stay in. Take residence in us. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm going to have to renew my thoughts concerning my mind and what Jesus has done for me. Hallelujah. If I don't, the enemy will have replacements. Right? Hallelujah. So we don't want to, we're not going to get off... Amen? Uh, but he's going to wait. I'll put a note in here. He's going to wait until you get lazy or feel lazy uh, about speaking the word. Then He's going to hit you with a worrisome thought. He's just waiting. He's, as a roar. he's not a roaring lion, but he's as one, Peter said, seeking whom he may devour. So they're just walking around, seeing, okay, okay, they've let down here. Ups. I hadn't heard him say anything about this lately. Here comes his thought. You know, you've got this. I'll oh, shut up. Well, that pain's back. Shut up. Pain, I curse the pain. I'm healed and whole. But you hadn't been saying it. So then you got to pick it up again. But just pick it up and get after it again. Amen? Hallelujah, because he is a defeated foe. Uh, then he'll, uh, again, but if you've been meditating on the word, you'll win. Look at Psalm 1. You'll win this battle. I'm blessed. How about you? I'll read it out of the Christian Standard Bible version. It says, How happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked or stand in the pathway with sinners or sit in the company of mockers. Uh, instead, his delight, you ought to underline that, his delight, her delight, the delight. The delight. What do we delight in? So we have to delight in the word. The word delight means you take pleasure in. Uh, It's a valuable thing to you and to me, right? What's not the counsel of the ungodly? That ungodly there also means the morally wrong or stands in this path of sinners. Uh, That could be, again, As far as I'm concerned, anything that's against the word of God or anything that comes against the truth of the word, that's sinning. Anything that's not of love, stay away from it, right? Sit in the seat of the uh, company of the mockers. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction. Glory to God. Is your delight in the Lord's instruction? Has to be. Has to be a thing that's desired. It says his delight. So your desire is, your purpose is, uh, let's see. Well, one, one said it's like Uh, expositor I had read said it's like when you're dating your girlfriend you want to be around her you know right you guys or hopefully she wants to be around and then (laughs) she'd call me at night anyway no but uh, but that's the thing you want to be around that person right when you're in love right or attracted you want to be around that person Oh, that's the thing that kind of becomes a drive for guys and maybe girls to get married, whatever, okay? So <clears throat> that's our, the, our delight is in that word. So we have to have the same feelings we have there towards the word of God, amen? Uh, Nor sits in the sea of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, Lord of God, and in this law, in his word, he meditates it day and night, amen? Uh, the word for meditate there, again, is de and it means to murmur, to speak it, to talk it, talking to yourself, to utter, to say, but it does mean to imagine, to muse, M-U-S-E, which means you're rolling it over, you're thinking about it, and to study. So the man who's blessed and happy, this other translation says, is the one who's speaking the word, thinking about the word, uh, talking the word, studying the word, that's what we have to do. And Brother Hagen said he got further in his life meditating the Word than he did anything else, but the meditation is not just you're not sitting with your legs crossed, you're home. No, you're not doing that stuff. You're, you're, you're thinking about the Word, but you're speaking the Word. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. That's the, that's the biggest inference is it's words out of our mouth. Amen? Then you'll be blessed. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you'll be like that man, like the one that's like a tree is be planted by the rivers of water. And that word planted really is a word tr- transplanted. So you've been transplanted from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of the son of his love. Ooh. Now where there's the right nutrients, where there's the right, uh, you got water supply. And it says your leaf won't fail, won't faint, you won't faint, your leaf won't fail or, or fail to produce. Yes. Why? Because you're you've plugged in, right? You've gotten in, you're by the, you're staying with the word. And this is your goal. And don't let anything else become an idol. You know, uh, you can't let sometimes some places, some areas, sports is a big thing. Football is more important there. Be it football or baseball, or than the church. Uh, somebody recently, their their kids showing their ring where they got didn't even fit them, but it was uh, they won. what uh, they I guess their World Series in baseball. But how's that going to? How's that going to do you when uh, sickness attacks you, or attacks that child? Yeah. You've had them at the ball field all the time. They don't know the word of God anymore. Yeah, you know, is it, how's it working for you now? You know, or yeah. are are you drop them off at the mall. So, so anything can be an idol. Uh, Brother Keith Moore said he had one of his cars, but years ago, become an idol. He kept it thing as a hot rod. You know, it was restored it and kept it clean and all this kind of stuff. That he realized one day, whoops. They sold it. Hallelujah. He didn't sell it to me, no. But, but you can get to where things can become an idol to you. So we, I don't care what it is. Sports. And that's a big thing. It's a draw. Man, I mean, uh, that soccer stuff. In Texas, soccer wasn't even a big deal. I don't remember what year that started, but then all of a sudden, soccer. Now they've got them. So they're basketball, little dribblers, and they've got uh, baseball then they go from different stages, you know, the kid pitch, coach pitch, yada, yada. Then they get into this mess. Then, oh, you got to get in the World Series, yada, yada. Okay, but you're taking them out of church on Wednesday nights. They're not being there on Sundays because you've got a tournament somewhere else. And that, in Beaumont, Texas, they had built these uh, softball fields south of town. And, man, that place was packed. Hotels were packed when tournament time came, with yeah. softball teams. Nothing wrong with softball, but where's the priority? My kid can't catch today. to going to be in church. What? I even saw it in small town USA where used to the coaches or the parents would raise such a stink about having practice on Wednesdays, that they wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But then everybody just succumbs. They just give in to it. Yeah. As an idol, as far as I'm concerned, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, uh, but we says that we shall be like the tree. Amen. Staying in there. And that's, in Hebrew, that says it's emphatically, it's a a definiteness and like a tree. We're going to be like that. But we're transplanted, right? Hallelujah. And transplant means to live or rest in another soil or situation. So we've been relocated in the right stuff. So praise God we can walk in divine health, walk in the blessings and walk in, everything that God has for us, but it's going to take me and you renewing the mind, staying with it and talking to the enemy, answer it. Just like Jesus did in uh, Matthew four, excuse me. Yeah. Luke four, Matthew four, every, when he went to the wilderness, every time Satan came at him, it's written, it's written, it's written. You got to know what's written and you got to answer him back. If it's written. You're not going to make it. Shut up. I am going to make it. As I can do all things through Christ and I'm more than a conqueror. I'm not sick. Bless God. Yeah, you're sick. No, I'm not sick. I'm healed and whole. I'm delivered. I'm redeemed. Galatians 3.13 says, I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. So am I or am I? I am. Yes. He may argue with you, but you tell him, shut his mouth going down the road. But you and I have to have something to do with this. Amen? Yes. To stay <clears throat> excuse me, on the blessed side. Amen? Yes. Well, you can shut your Bibles. Did that make any sense to you today? Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. I've got a bunch of more pages we can... Pick up on Tuesday. Glory. Too much stuff in this Bible. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Well, Father, we thank you for the word. We thank you it fell on good ground today. And Lord, we'll be doers. We'll be thinking on your word, meditating the word, speaking your word, keeping our minds renewed and our spirit man's built up then we're not going to fall prey to the enemy. Uh, We'll not fall prey to any of his attacks, any of his devices, because we know no weapon formed against us can prosper. So we thank you, Father, for that truth. No weapon formed against us can prosper. We thank you for that today. Matter of fact, just say that with me. No weapon weapon formed against me me can can prosper. prosper. shall prosper. It cannot. Because the greater one lives in me, and I've got the victory, and I'm keeping the victory by keeping my mind renewed, speaking the word, I've got the victory, I've got it, in Jesus' name, amen, I've got it, praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us. To learn more about World Harvest Church, please visit our website at Ministries.org.